So how do you create an energizing transformation when you're exhausted, you've got no drive, no goals, and your wife has already transformed through coaching? My name is Glenn Lovelace, and that's what I'm here to help you do. Welcome to the One Day, One Life podcast. All right, guys, it's Glenn Lovelace. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, One Day, One Life podcast. Let's go. Um, I uh, wanted to spend a few minutes today, guys, talking about uh, this episode really quick. I've titled it Men, Managers, Owners, and Taking Out the Trash. So um, I don't know what's going on in your guys' world today. Um, Every week, it's something crazy. Uh, Not what we're going to talk about today, but definitely uh, watching and anticipating and and trying to do the best. So uh, on this episode, you guys, I want to talk about taking out the trash, and it's probably not the analogy um, that would be easy to try to guess or to think about. So let me start by saying everything in your life starts with you. And in this episode, I'll kind of explain why. So um, I guess to start, I'll tell a quick story. Um, I've been to this auto parts store twice in the last week or so. And both times, the outside garbage was so full. Like the top was literally floating there. Um, The lid and all the trash, if if you can imagine, was like magically balanced. (laughs) And it kind of made me laugh because... You know, it thinks of it makes me think of like a college dorm room, or I don't know if you ever had a messy dudes on your mission or messy roommates, but they will balance things until it's falling down, and then they take the trash out. Right. Well, the auto parts store is the same way. Um, I I think of kind of like uh, walking by and having all of it fall out, kind of like a cartoon when you open the closet. Everything falls out. So I, I like this little analogy for, uh, for a few reasons, and I'll go into details. But I was basically going in there just to get a quick air freshener. I was uh, cleaning out my sister-in-law's car because Amber and I are going to go up to Idaho. And her sister took the kids up for us, which is pretty awesome. But it's not my car smell. So I was cleaning it out a little bit trying to make the road trip a little better. And by the way, I found this air freshener called Rose Thorn. It's one of those uh, little tree brand, but I kind of like it. You'll have to check it out. So anyway, I'm in there and I make this comment about the garbage. And mind you, there's two guys in there. Um, One or both of them seem to be like the managers of the store. And the one guy kind of blamed the other guy who was in there the morning and just basically said, oh, he left early. And then the other guy who seemed like the manager says, yeah, I saved the garbage for the night team. So look like my, my little role as a man, a father, coach, friend, whatever, it's kind of to, you know, disrupt your thinking, disrupt my own thinking. And I don't know, what do you guys think is wrong about this situation? 
or if you owned or managed the store, what would you be thinking about the two guys that are in there and their response? Mind you, as a customer, I don't care if the garbage is full. Um, I'm more into the the mindset psychology of what in the world is going on there. And again, garbage is is a real is a kind of a small thing. And you know, if your business or your store is crushing it and the garbages are full, that's great. Those are more important metrics. But I also know that attitude and thoughts, if adopted for long enough, they become problematic. They become patterns, habitual things. And it just kind of says a lot about us as people when we overlook these small things. So um, again, also I wanted to say before I point the finger too much is I have kind of a safety net for myself or a rule that I follow. And that is whenever I get judgmental or critical um, or I see something that maybe could be better, um, I've done something really powerful to kind of interrupt myself. And it's, it's a way to self-respect, uh, self-reflect. And what I always try to say is, well, Glenn, what's, how's this true about you? So whatever I say about other people, I try to ask that question and it sucks. Like, honestly, it always, always, always produces <laughs> something. It's awful. But I think this is a really, really important thing for all of us to do. So, um, you know, in this case, it's like, well, Glenn, what's what's the trash in your life that you've stacked up, you're avoiding, you're leaving, you're passing it on to others, like even at home, right? Like, like what are you waiting your, for your wife and kids to do? And those are the questions I like to ask myself. And again, it sucks because there is always something there. It's also a really beautiful process, you guys. Beautiful to kind of have a stopping point to consider the problems in your own life. I you know, there's the moat and beam scripture, right? What's, what's in your eye before you go, you know, judging other people. Now, if you're a boss, if you're the head of the house, yes, it's your job to run the show. Um, but I want you guys to start asking similar questions and do the same thing in your life. So, um, as an example, in my own house, um, I've started doing something over the years, that's that's great. Uh, the example I wanted to share is we've got six kids. They have friends. Uh, over the past many, many years, always, Amber has run a salon out of the house, and kids are always welcome to come over. And I don't know about your house, but there is always trash and clutter and crumbs and Legos and freaking batteries and rubber bullets and pieces of everything, always, all over the house. And I know always is an exaggeration, but it's not in our house. It seems like there's always something. And so years ago, I noticed little annoyances and maybe even a, maybe resentment possibly setting in where I might have a thought like, man, why does Amber walk over all these things all day? And, you know, this started when my kids were young, so my expectations of them weren't as high as they are now. But even now, I'll watch my kids and they'll step around, go around messes. We kind of have this thing where things that need to go upstairs, we put on the stairs going up. Things that need to go downstairs, they need to go down. And to be honest, it seems like more often than not, those things are just getting walked around. So it always starts with you. It always starts with me. And, you know, years ago, I noticed that I was stepping over things too. I was not pulling 
or putting things away. And to be honest, I still don't. Like Nobody's going to be perfect when you're in a rush, right? But the point is, is I was avoiding that particular task and looking outside myself and blaming everybody else but myself. So for years, I've had all these funny back pains, and I still make it a point to pick up everything most of the time. And you guys, I feel pretty good about doing this. I, I needed to set the standard with this particular thing. And this spreads way beyond garbage. So I uh, definitely don't want to be a hypocrite, but by being human, all of us, I think, are hypocritical where we expect other people to do things that we ourselves are not doing. So as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a manager, as a business owner, whatever hat you're wearing right now or throughout the day, I want you to see that you're a leader, You're a leader in your house at least. And if you're not a leader at work, um, I don't know. These are some simple things that you could start doing, looking around. And whether people are giving you credit for wiping up the bathroom, even if you're not the one that made the mess, um, at least people coming in behind you aren't thinking you're the mess, that you're the pig. Because that's just kind of human nature. If there's, there's pee all over the toilet and you're the last guy that was in there, it kind of looks like you did it, even though you didn't. So I, uh, I want things to change for you, and this is one place to start looking. So if, if we're talking metaphorically, taking out the trash, it, it starts with you. Um, I work with a lot of business owners and managers, and here's their two biggest complaints, at least that I hear the most frequently. Number one is not having enough work and having too much work. And then number two is employees and other people. These are two things that are never going away, right? So if you're the business owner, if you're the manager, and you have this running theme in your head that your employees are garbage, it's your fault. Like, I don't know how else to say it. If your house is a mess and my house is a mess, it's, it's got to start becoming my fault and your fault. So why? why? Why do we need to take a look at the standards we're setting and take it upon ourselves? I, I really like the 80-20 rule. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. But it's the idea that 80% of your employees do 20% of the work. 20% of your employees do 80% of the work. And it's, it's actually pretty realistic when I start to break it down. Um, so how does that fit with you guys? Uh, I, I promise that your best employees are probably only going to do 80% of what you do if you're setting the standard and keeping it high. So if you're not keeping that standard, my guess is your employees are going to let you down. And if we're following the 80-20 rule, they're probably going to let you down 80% of the time. There are some of you that are my clients, and I know that this is the truth for you. So 20% of your team is doing 80% of the work and vice versa. Look for that and then start asking yourself, how can I step this up? What can I do first? So if you want them to be better, it's going to have to start with you. And I think that's the best news ever. It's something that you actually control. So again, with the house, do you want more from your home life, from your wife, from your kids? Um, I think we all do a little bit. 
And again, it starts with you. So you set the tone, you set the pace, you set the example. Um, otherwise, I'm the hypocrite. Otherwise, you're the hypocrite. And we, when we show up as a hypocrite, I, guys, I, I just think we lose a lot of respect from the people that um, we want the respect from the most. So respect is, in my opinion, one of the most cherished things that someone can give us as men. I don't know what you guys think, but I, uh, I don't know. Even while recording this episode, you can probably hear my mind churning and shouting out all the things that I need to do better, that I need to be better at. And I hope your mind is doing the same right now for you too. So I'm going to keep this one pretty short. In closing, I guess I would just say be mindful, be intentional. If you're thinking of things that you need to be doing at home, at work, at the office, uh, wherever it is, if you don't write these things down, you're going to forget, you're going to procrastinate. Um, and even if you write it down, it doesn't mean you're going to do it. So you're going to have to follow up. And uh, but but writing these things down as you think of them can be one of the most powerful things you can do to keep thoughts and inspiration alive. So these are probably going to be like generally really small and simple things. Um, but if done consistently over time, it adds up and it adds huge dividends to your lives. And I want all of you guys to have massive, huge rewards in your life, both personally and vocationally. This is the same with your health and all kinds of things. So this is an important thing to uh, pay attention to, to implement into your life. Um, so for me, for starters, if, um, if this is something I hadn't already been doing, um, and even now, like there's, there's things I'm going to walk into the house to leave town here in a minute, and there are going to inevitably be things that need to be picked up, things that need to be done, and... If, as men, we can be mindful of those things that, hey, this is our house too. This is not any one person's responsibility. And if someone has taken that role or that task, doesn't mean we can't help. Doesn't mean we can't see that their day hasn't gone according to plan either. And, you know, as as couples, as business owners, as business partners, whatever the case is, uh, the more teamwork we have, the more we step up and take responsibility, the more respect we're going to have and the less hypocrisy that we're going to be living in. So before I go, uh, I'll just say this. This is something I've learned uh, at some point this year, and it's about consistency. And I don't know how to ask this in a question form, but I want to propose that consistency is one of the most Christ-like attributes um, that any of us can have. I don't know what you guys think about that, but but that consistency is one of the most Christ-like attributes. I want you guys to think about this for a while because I think it's extremely important. Um, and it, it helps me show up and is helping me show up more consistently in areas that I'm historically not as consistent in. And it helps me recognize that there are things that, because I'm not being consistent in those areas, I at least need to be communicating and if necessary, even apologizing and resetting the standard on what my intentions are to complete the task so that I can be um, consistent. So let's see. I'm not sure where to go here, but I guess what I would say is explaining this thought that consistency is a Christ-like attribute, and that is this. It's that 
um, God, Jesus, the Holy Ghost, they are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So is that then consistency? <laughs> I don't know, you guys. It's kind of a, it's been a fun um, mind teaser for me over the last couple of weeks or few months, and I really like it. It's helped me to see how important being consistent is in particular and in important areas. So we can do things that are good um, consistently and produce, you know, amazing results over long periods of time. And these are just small tasks, you guys. I I think of all the trash in our, our houses and the abundance that we have. And it's like, man, it it is getting more and more hard to fill the spirit when there is so much going on, when there is a lot of clutter and when there's trash and mess, it's like, it really is tricky. So I guess another thought I have as I'm putting a bow on this thing is yes, we can do a lot of good things consistently, but are we doing the right things consistently? And you know, the, the analogy or the bridge here is you can do a lot of great things for your health and they're good. But are they getting you the results you want? In your business, you can be doing a lot of good things. But if they are not the things that produce income or leaders or happy, satisfied, hardworking employees, then you've got work. You've got work to do. And again, the good news is it starts starts with you. It starts with me. So uh, wrapping up thoughts here, take out the trash, you guys. Lead by example. Catch people and kids and employees doing the right things, not only when they're doing it wrong. Reinforce those good things with praise. And uh, I guess don't be a hypocrite. And when you are, oh, this is a good, this is the good one, right? And when you are judging others and getting critical, slow down. And whether it's before or after, make sure you're asking the question, how am I doing the same thing? How am I showing up the same way? And if you're honest, the lesson will always be there for you guys. Like I, I have learned so much over the last five, six years by doing that game and and doing it very, very consistently. And it's honestly saved me from saying so much, from being a gossiper. Because every time I have something bad to say about somebody, if I slow down and I ask myself, the answers are always there that somehow in my life, somewhere I'm doing the same thing. And it just feels good to not say it and to do my own work. So um, I always have more to say on on these topics that I share. So you guys, if you want to continue this conversation, I encourage you to you know like, share, review, send this episode to other people that you want to have conversations with. And if you want to get personal about your home life, your office, your business, or or whatever's going on, and you want to do that with me, I'm happy to help. And uh, we'll shine a light in the areas that that uh, need some light. And I guess the best way to do that is message me on Instagram or go to the website glennlovace.com and you can schedule a call. So please share this with your friends, your employees, people that you're wanting to level up with. Um, Create some conversations around these topics and uh, you guys will catch you on the next episode. Thanks. See ya. Hey everyone, real quick. We want to invite you to a one-on-one consultation with Glenn. If you're looking for extra support to take your transformation to the next level, then let's get you scheduled. Glenn is a lot more like you than you could ever imagine. He's been there, where you are right now. Time is precious, especially if you've got kids. They need you at your best. 
your wife needs you to step it up. And to be honest, you need to make this happen for you. If you think you're ready, then I want you to go to glennlovelace.com and book your one-on-one call. Remember, Glenn always says, your goal is my goal. And when things get overwhelming, lean on his favorite reminder that progress creates happiness.